you ready? I'm ready. To chart some books? Yeah, I'm always ready to chart some books <laughs> with yeah. you, Amy. I'm trying oh, really yes. hard not to dip straight back into <laughs> the Sour Patch Kids because they're we've, right in front of me. We've really prepared this one and we've got snacks. Yeah. Um, Which could be a good or a bad thing, I suppose. Yeah. My God, that meerkat fine. is enormous. I want, I want this. Wow. This is a chameleon, I think. This is a confused chameleon. Confused chameleon and he's got three different colours going on. Mm-hmm. I like his kind of wily tail. <laughs> We're back. It is nearly the end of the year. I think this will be our last episode of the year. This will, yeah, it will be the last episode. And we thought, what better than to finish the last episode and our recording than sweets. to do <laughs> sweets and also our top five favourite books of this year. Yeah, and I, probably some runners up. Do yeah, runners well, yeah, because yeah. I have runners up. Well. <laughs> I will get them now. No, okay. Um, I feel like I kind of know the runners up. Okay. It's exciting. It's great. I. It feels weird. Like I mean, I maybe I'm gonna read. I maybe I definitely will read more before the end of the year. But this is like yeah. a, so far, which is quite funny because Amy's on ninety nine books, <laughs> so that's really unsatisfying. I'm because, gonna. I'm gonna finish it. Well, no, I know you're gonna get a hundred books, but it's more that it's like. You can't include it. Or you you can include your current It's my currently reading. Yeah. Well, um, I'm talking of, of currently reading. Mm-hmm. Amy Mus, what are you currently reading? I'll tell you. Currently, I'm reading Kick the Latch by Catherine Scanlon, mm. which I'm just going to pull out of my bag to show me it because I think it's got one of the best covers of any book I've had this year. Oh, I'm excited. Ooh, Ooh, look how nice that is. That's great. That's great. To this describe, a it's a dark green. green. Yeah. With horse gates horse, for races. Horse gates for the starting line at, at the races. And in red letters at the top, it says kick the latch. And if you open it, the interior cover is red. Mm-mm-mm. French flaps because it's Dawn Books. Um, Catherine Scanlon, and then one of the quotes, magical, compulsively readable by Lydia Davis, is sort of like sprayed out like noise lines. That. Anyway, it's gorge. And it's um super cool. Sorry, I thought I just found burning. That might just be the candle. Okay, cool. In that case, it's but I am I am aware that there are thistles up there. But they're they're not they're like, far away though. Yeah, they're far away. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can deal with that. Um Kick the Latch, Catherine Scanlon. I like Catherine Scanlon and I've read her short story collection, Dominant Animal, and I've read some of her other writing. For bet you can guess who her literary agent is. Um Dun dun dun. It's it Harriet. Harriet. Uh it is. And I really wanted to read this one though because it's like her first full piece of fiction. Or it's not even fiction though. I I wouldn't say it's fiction, but it's her first like novel length book mm-hmm. shall we say mm-hmm. and um it's compiled it's compiled from um or based on interviews with a woman called sonia who's a horse trainer and it's like capturing sonia's life around the racetracks which is something i know nothing about that's cool that really makes me think of racing stripes she's watched that film oh my god that was such a big part of my childhood because zebras are my favourite animal and I was obviously like Racing Stripes is the best of the best for that mm-hmm. that's one that no one else has seen me at <gasps> I love Racing Stripes I'm so glad you brought straps. it up straps she's always called them straps, straps. 
that was so good always used to be yeah. Hayden Panettiere you know yeah same same and they had the same. little flies that dance on the poo you're so true all of them such good child humour yeah such good child humour mm-hmm. and yeah anyway it's about like the racing track and it's very similar to how she writes short stories um which is in like like they have like like I think this is chapter 7 mm-hmm. but they also have like these are oh. the kind of anecdotes that you're reading in yeah, so it's in like short bursts with like mm. names. So it's so easy to read. Like I started reading this yesterday mm-hmm. and I'm on page 83, which is like over halfway. So That's I'm great. sure I'm going to finish it. I'm sure you Super soon. So, yeah. Okay, well, I'm currently reading two books. Now, mm-hmm. I've just listened to last week's episode, or this week's I guess, yeah. and... The last thing I said was that I was going to go home and immediately start Essays in Love by Elaine de Botton. I haven't done that. But you know what? That's fine. Um, but what I'm actually currently reading is um, My Cousin Rachel by Daphne du Maurier, yeah. which I said I was thinking about starting and mm-hmm. I have. And loving it so far. Yeah. She's just... How far in would you say you are? I'm 50 pages in. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler. Cousin Ambrose is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's he's the just whole got, yeah, like that's basically trigger. Exactly. Um, and Philip is in Italy. Um, because he went to go and find find good old Ambrose. I'm also yeah. reading Push by Sapphire. Mm-hmm. I'm also still reading Brutes by Diz Tate. Oh, cool, cool. But I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, but I haven't got anything more to add than. When we last Previous. posted, because I read it so slowly when it's on my iPad. Mm-hmm. Back to you. You're also reading okay. Push by Sapphire. And I'm reading it. Now, Sophia, darling, I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, um, this is because Sophia read this book quite a while ago. It was this year, but a while ago. Yeah. And she said it was really good, but it was like really intense. And I immediately got it on my, um, on my Kindle. Yeah. And then... Never read it. Didn't read it. No. Um, and the other day, I had... A, um, a friend round and um i they, a were, they were asleep and i was <laughs> awake and the light was off so i had to read it on my kindle and i was like oh gosh <laughs> i'll read that um what an intense book it is it's really good it's yeah. just so sad and so like oh i don't know God. anything about it the story is it's about this woman called precious Oh, it's the one that Precious is based on. It's based on Precious. Yeah. Yeah. Precious is based on this book. Isn't it part of one of those... There's a vintage cover collection, uh, which I've got the copy of... There's a really gorgeous cover of it. Yeah. And then I've got one for um, Orange is Not the Only Fruit by Jeanette Winterson in that that collection as well. Mm, It's like a vintage cover collection. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Push by Sapphire is in that because it's got a beaut cover for the collection. Mm -hmm. Anyway... Um, I'm literally only 30 pages in, but yeah, it's pretty horrible, but good, but horrible. Um, yeah, it's pretty horrible. <laughs> I'm definitely going to finish it very quickly. Yeah. I might finish sure? it tonight. I've been finding it hard to finish it, to read at the moment at night because I'm so, I've got a cold. Sounding pretty fine though, so that's good. I, I mean, see the wings and the yeah. sweets will really have helped me. Um, the burning out your insides. My heart and don't chest think, is in pain, but that's fine. Don't you think maybe the lem sip helps? Yeah, the <laughs> lem sip probably helps. Lem sip probably helps. Lem sip definitely helps. 
Um, I don't know what this is. This is a little chicken. No, right? No, it's a parrot. Yeah. Um, we're having Fantasia sweets. Yummy. Um, oh, yeah. So that is. Yeah. So there yeah. we go. Push. Yes. Yeah. Sounds really winning. Sorry for the scattiness, but you know, end of the year. Party We're vibe. all over the place. Yeah, par- we are having a party. Party. My kind of party. My sweets for sure. Um, shall we get into it then? Yeah. So, okay. Do you want to go first? Mm. Yeah. Have you or- have you ordered your books? We're basically doing yeah top five, and then I've got four runners up. I've got okay. Let me find my list again. I've got a oh well. This is the thing. Two of my books are by the same author. Okay. And so I have them listed next to each other, so it looks like I've got top four, but it's probably five. Mm-hmm. And then I've got... But I, but then equally, of my selection, I think I know my favourite. Okay. And not my... Like, my top book. And not so much the order for the other ones. I think just say them all. Yeah. How have you written them down? And then we can finish by saying our favourite, favourite. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, we're saying top five, but... Mm-hmm. Actually, we're kind of going however we want to go. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. It's going to be rogue. Well, the first book I'm going to talk about then. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I want to say that I feel, and I said this to Mia just earlier, I feel like a lot of the books that I read towards the end of the year are unfairly benefiting in comparison to the ones that I read at the beginning of the year because I'm not too sure, like, Mm-hmm. Like, Memory. I can't remember them as well, you know? Okay. But I think I have got some from the beginning of the year. Um, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I can't even really believe that I read it only this year. Um, but I'm going to say... One of my top ones was Pre-Study by Patricia Lockwood. Oh, shit. Yeah, I read that this year. I know. Yeah, I like that too. That's was... not in my top five, but... I'm going to say... <laughs> yeah, I think it is in my top about five. Mm-hmm. Um... I thought it was great, and I really loved reading it. I had such a good time. I reckon, I've my kind of clarification for top book is I didn't have anything really bad to say about it. Mm-hmm. I've recommended it to loads of people, mm-hmm. and I've only got like fond memories of reading it. Mm-hmm. And like that made me laugh out loud, made me cry. That made me laugh out loud. Um. Or, I don't know if it made me cry. It made me get emotional. But I don't think it made me cry. Anyway, it was so, so good. And I hadn't really read, like, a memoir that hits quite like that one does. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it also sort of introduced me to... Well, I say it introduced me to Patricia Lockwood, but actually no one is talking about this. Introduced me to Patricia Lockwood. Blah, blah, blah. No one is talking about this. Introduced me to Patricia Lockwood. Yeah. <laughs> That one? Or do you want the seven up? That would be fine because I've done it with the sugar. (laughs) She's gone too crazy. Um, So yeah, if you don't know, Pre-Study is a memoir about Patricia Lockwood and she and her husband um, are running low on money and they have to move back in with her parents who live, I want to say, in a church. Well, they live in a church, but I want to say with some state in America, but it's like a, a oh. mid-south yeah. state. Yeah. Like classic Republican territory mm-hmm. down there. Um, and 
her dad is a Catholic priest, which he um, transitioned to. I'm sure there's an actual word to... He's like a born-again kind. Not born-again, but like he... He wasn't, wasn't He wasn't Catholic. Yeah. And then he became, became Catholic and he became Catholic priest. But by that time he had already married and had several children. Go for them. Go yeah, on. You know you want them. I sick. I don't want them. <laughs> They're just there and I love sweets. Um, but yeah, he had to get special permission from the Pope to be a Catholic priest because he had a wife mm-hmm. and children and obviously... Catholicism doesn't like that for their priests. Mm-hmm. They're famously celibate. And they also don't like divorce. So, interesting one. But anyway, they just... Um, so it records that kind of time of her life, of living with her parents, but equally her writing getting more successful and, like, just that period of their life. Um, and it, That kind of description sounds like it's a book about nothing, but, like, I feel like a lot happens in that, A lot actually. does happen. A yeah. lot happens in it. And it's re- it is really funny. It's really funny. Um, in a way that... I remember there's a bit in it that really made me laugh where um, they're talking and mm. um, she keeps saying... And she's like, Dad, you have ADD. You have ADD. Mm-hmm. And then her mum gets really angry and she's like, no, he doesn't. It Actually, we've all got ADD. I've got ADD. You've got ADD. And it just really made me think of like, <laughs> when you're having those conversations with your like well yeah um and then you're kind of yeah (laughs) funny 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 and i remember thinking like (laughs) but i also think it's really good for it's like um like it discusses a lot about religion Mm. because patricia lockwood i don't know if she is religious i can't remember that part but she's certainly not like a practicing christian Mm -hmm. um so she'll like go along to these things because like family things and then she's got members of her family, like siblings who are very Christian and like, you know, have enormous families um, and sort of looks at that kind of part, which I find really interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny. Mm-hmm. So, so funny. And she wrote so well. I haven't, I, don't, I think it was probably also the funniest book I read this year. Yeah. It's the funniest book I read. Yeah. Either like, or is pretty funny. Yeah. No spoilers here. No surprise here even. That's on my list too. No. But um Yeah, anyway, loved it. That's my first one. Lovely. Alright. My first one is the first one I've got written on here is The Idiot by Ella. Yeah. You know I love that shit. It was so good. It was so good and it really I really wish I'd read it when I was in first year of uni. I think I would have really found that... It would have changed yeah. me. A, like, really great. Um, I think it's just... It's just such a specific personality type. Yeah. That really described me, but also not me. And I think feel like if I'd read it, then I would have been more okay with the fact that that was what yeah. I was like, rather than trying to, like, assimilate it to everyone else because yeah. I felt that I was not having enough of the uni experience. Yeah, just really good. Mm-hmm. And I like the way it's laid out. And I would have included either or as well, mm-hmm. but I didn't like it as much as the idiot. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm not putting it in there. If, if I was Fair enough. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. really good. Really funny. Really sort of like heartwarming. Yeah. I think I, I said it when I read it on here. And then also I, I said it on my Goodreads thing where, you know, I finished it and I just sort of was like, oh, Lynn, honey. Mm-hmm. 
Well, great. I think it's so cool. I mean, with either or, I think it's really cool that she managed to sort of just so seamlessly yeah. go into I think that. either or is like a perfect sequel. Yeah, really, really good. Um, Because it is an amazing... I think that you could pick up either or and you wouldn't actually necessarily need to have read the idiot. Yeah. Like, I, I think you could you could just go straight in with it. I agree. But... It's also like the setup is similar enough that it like follows a pattern that, yeah. you know, it's, it's nice um... if you're returning, it's nice enough. And I got very lucky because I literally read The Idiot, what, in like, I don't know, maybe like June, July? It must have been June. Summer. Yeah. Summer before I went to Italy. So it must have been June. And really liked it and then got to read either or very quickly afterwards whereas yeah, most whereas people I waited had to wait several years <laughs> many years yeah um and it was like a nice surprise do you know actually um uh, if Bartman, i had, like when i read the idiot i obviously knew that it was the sequel yeah i really would have well, been surprised I, to know that I, I think i would have been a bit apprehensive thinking no me completely it's only because i knew that you'd read it yeah and you were already like yeah it's good no that's completely me because i um Ayla Fatima was the only writer who I would look up fairly regularly to be like, has she written anything else? Mm-hmm. Because I love... Because I will Love the it. idiot. And I was like, I'll read whatever else she puts out. And then, like, on her website once, um, one time when I checked, there was just, like, either or the sequel to The Idiot will be coming out at some point in the future. And I was like, oh, my God. And I didn't... I was excited, but I didn't really know how to feel mm. because I had mixed emotions. Mixed but emotions. I think either or is a great one. Also, if you just happen to be dipping in right now, the idiot <laughs> follows. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's only because we obviously we spoke spoken about, about this so much. much. I'm sure people haven't listened to every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a young woman called Celine. She is Turkish American. She is at Harvard University for her first year. For her first year, and it is sort of her experience at university, but also her sort of first, I guess, dealings with a, just like life. Yeah, with life, but also like with a boy. a boy that she does very much like, who she doesn't know but, how he feels. And, and I she guess also she, she knows has really always know known how. everything, yeah. and she doesn't know this. And, there's a and lot also, of stuff I think it. she doesn't really know how she feels either, yeah. or like how to how to deal with the yeah, feelings definitely. that she's got. Yeah, it's cracker. It's a it's a campus novel, but it's like yeah. the perfect. Campus it is, novel. and the last third she's in Hungary. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah, and, and in, we love a holiday. And either or follows in the exact European same holiday. Um, yeah premise of second year at Harvard, and then in the summer she's in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Um. Either way, is like the grown-up system yeah. of it. Yeah, for I would sure. Say. Because I think it's like it deals, it goes yeah. further in dealing with things that the idiot didn't. Yeah, but in a good way, mm-hmm. in a way that it's done well. I think that I'm looking forward to going back to either or in the future, mm. and also the idiot because I haven't read that one for a while, to be honest. But um, oh, they're just both wonderful, mm. wonderful yeah. books. Do you want to go on okay, to yours? Because okay, yeah. I don't know if this is next on your list, but I don't know if it's a makes sense to what move talk on about to, to move on to. Well, I feel like that just yeah. kind of covered either or, which is on yeah, my I guess best that's true. Yeah, that's true. Ones, but I can go on something else, and I'm gonna go on to um, cold enough for snow. 
by mm, Jessica. Why did I find that it was so recent? Oh, I'm not really sure how about say A U is her last name, so I'm gonna say Jessica. Oh, you're like yeah, Al. Oh, Jessica Al. I would say Al, but I'm don't know why I'm getting that from. Jessica A U, um, is how that's spelled, and it's a Fitzcarraldo edition, and it's one we picked really recently, and I took it with me to Copenhagen because it was indeed cold enough for snow. Mm-hmm. Well, now and it's getting cold enough for snow here. Oh, so, well, guys, yeah, read it last week. Yeah, <laughs> go back in time. Yeah, go back like, in don't time you? to the snow and read that it's cold enough for it. Yeah. Okay, cold enough for snow. It's a little Fitzcarraldo edition. It's like. Oh, either just over 100 pages or just touching 100 pages. Um, and I, like, it's very short, but it is beautiful. And it's about a woman who is going on holiday with her mother mm-hmm. to Japan. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, I don't actually think it, says where they live but I think the impression I get is that it's possibly almost autofiction it might not even be that but I know that the author is um from Australia Mm -hmm. but is Asian Australian and so I feel like I'm maybe I'm just applying that to the to the protagonist too much but Mm -hmm. the protagonist's mother is from Japan and left Japan and met and married someone in a different like that this person's father or and had yeah. kids outside of Japan and so the main character hadn't been before mm-hmm. or she had been but a long long time ago never with her mum and um so they've it's this sort of she's planned a holiday for her and her mum to like go around see some sights and like do a really lovely trip together mm-hmm. um and it's just a really beautiful sort of meditation on walking like walking around a place that you're on holiday that you don't really know very well experiencing museums and historical sites also like seeing your mother in a different way and like how your mother is relating to different situations than the way you are and just that kind of like spending time together alone mm-hmm. um for a period of time that you haven't you haven't really done for like I mean I don't know when the last time you went on holiday alone with your mum was. I've never been just me in my life. Exactly, neither have I. Um <laughs> and no. so so it's just a really nice like taking that but I wouldn't mm. say it's strictly about like it wouldn't say it's strictly about motherhood. It might be a bit about the relationship with your mother, but mm-hmm. it's also it was just a really nice book to be reading while I was also away on holiday and like walking around these new places and like planning where I was going to go. Yeah. And like that's like mirrored in that. But also the writing is just beautiful. Like some really, yeah. really beautiful writing. Do you know what I'm gonna say? What? Can I please borrow it? <laughs> yeah, that's a question. Can. <laughs> Cool, because it sounds like a really, really, really something that I want to read. No, and you'll get... Oh, it's it's really good, Wintry One, and it's you'll get through it so quickly. Lovely. Can't wait. Can't bloody wait. Now, I don't know if this is going to be on yours, too. Okay. It's Motherhood by Sheila Hetty. Would you believe it? I was hoping it would, because now we can discuss it together. It is is on my list. Now... (laughs) 
guys, I don't know if I've ever mentioned motherhood by Sheila Hedges you know, on this podcast before. Um, yes, I loved that book. And actually, I lent it to Scarlett Smith to Tassie, and I'm going to have to get it back soon so I can lend it to other people. I loved it, I loved it. I think it's just so, like I said before, it's just so accurate of how I feel about the whole situation the whole of motherhood. Um, I think it was really re- well written. I think that it's really interesting that it had such a backlash. Yeah. Because I feel like it's what a lot more people have. It's the, it's the opinion that a lot of people I know have now so i guess maybe it's just like sort of the age group because she is about what like 10 years older than us would you say i would say now she's probably in her 40s but at the time right when she's writing it yeah so it's like she's like late older than us mid late 30s yeah let's say 15 just for safety yeah um really good really really good i could read it again and i will read it again i'm gonna read it in the spring because i feel like it'll be a good spring book when did you read it did you read it in spring May. Yeah. It's basically spring. End it's of spring, beginning of summer. Yeah. Um, That's a bit of a no man's land of seasons, May. I know. I completely agree. And at the time, I was wearing like light jacket, pretty much what I'm wearing now. Yeah. You know? Um, light jacket and jumper. Mm-hmm. And I read it while I was dog sitting for my brother while he was on his phone. It was really good. I, I think I read it in the. You read it in the summer? No, I didn't read it in the summer. I read it in October. Oh, God. The the year has flown by. I know. I know. That feels like ages ago. Because I ordered it and it came when I came back from my second Italy trip. Yeah. And then I didn't start reading it until October. Christ alive. Wowee. Yeah. But yeah, so good. I mean, it's about motherhood. It's a conversation about motherhood. It's kind of like just a... constantly this like going back and forth on what it would be like to have a kid. Should she have a kid? Should she not have a kid? She kind of wants a kid. Well, she kind of doesn't want a kid. Want a kid, and then like this... other people in her life have had children. And other people who haven't had. She's got. Can you be a an husband? Ar- Does she she's want... got yeah, a can stepdaughter. Can yeah. you be an artist and be a mother? Is your mother, artwork like... already your child? So are you already yeah. a mother? Are you already a mother in a different way. Do you mother your friends? Do you... I don't know if that's actually yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, it but it really, it really looks through it all. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Oh, it's it's super. Mm-hmm. And it's also Brilliant. again a really, really, really. And I think one. yeah, and I think that's gonna be like a favorite for a while. Yeah, like it's gonna be up there for a while. Yeah, I agree. I was kind of thinking, I was wondering if it was gonna dethrone any of my desert island books, but I don't think it does. Not even Meg Mason's Sorrow and Bliss. No, but that's already been dethroned by my Sanji. Yeah, cause I'm oh, an idiot so who, true. Yeah, sure, an idiot. Do the whole thing. <laughs> Um, okay. I am Classic. the idiot. Um, <laughs> She's the idiot by Amy Yeah, so yeah. Do you want to do... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that was kind of a joint one. Yeah. But it had to be done. And we kind of did a joint one with mine and yours anyway. That's true. Okay. Um, I have one more sort of like... No, I have, I have like technically four more, but I'm going to talk about two at once. Okay, cool. Because I was going to say, I think I have what, three more? I've got four more. I've got three more. Two are by the same author. And then I've got four, five runners up now. I've I've gone through my full like I've gone through my runners up, so I'm just gonna do rogue ones that I pull out that I've okay, cool. forgotten. Yeah, that's good. Um, because I've definitely spoken more about five, more than five. Um, so my two by the same author are 
you also I don't know if you will have guessed it but I just feel like I spoke about it most recently so mm-hmm. there we go Pond and Checkout 19 mm-hmm. by Claire Louise Bennett I thought that I thought Checkout 19 would definitely be on there yeah. and I guess you, from what you've said they kind of go together they go together well they're not at all connected but I think the best thing about those books is her writing yeah. like I think there are books that I enjoy for the story and books that I enjoy for the writing and books that you enjoy for both mm-hmm. but this one is like there isn't much of a plot like feasible and understandable it's like plot it's line. got to just be for the writing so it's got to be for the writing and the writing is just incredible she's got such an amazing authorial voice um what are you looking at? I was just looking at the crane wife and suddenly going off on this tangent. Oh, yeah. I still I'm glad to, that you did pull me out of that. Um, so Pond is a collection of short stories and they're kind of all about one person who lives in this um, like country house and it's just living there and different things and it's just that experience. So there's truly no, nothing that's happening. There's a pond there. Mm-hmm. I'm glad there's a pond because sometimes pond. you're like yeah and then the second one check out 19 is more about like relationships to reading and writing and there's like lots of like really amazing books and writers that are mentioned in there as well which i would be interested to like do a read of the books that are recommended in the book yeah Um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's always a good thing and um there's a lot of thinking about this characters in this is in check out 19 sort of like life and her but it's her life in context to her relationship in context of how she's interacting with books and Mm -hmm. writing and the stories she's writing the books she's reading and how that's going about um oh they're just so if it's all again it's all about the writing it's so lovely when this is the thing and this i'm assuming kind of it's what we both feel about all the books is when you like think about when you were reading them and about that moment when you thought oh, I really like this book. Yeah. And then you start really yeah. going, going, going. And then you almost sort of like, hold back, hold yeah. back, don't finish it because that'd be so sad. And I was also like, when I read Pond, when I was reading it, I never think like this, but when I read Pond, I was like, I wish like this was how I wrote. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is how I would, this is how I'd love to be seen. Like how I'm feeling about this is how I would love for my own writing to read yeah and it absolutely doesn't but i was just like god i wish this was me like yeah it's so good and um it's also one that i think would like inspire me to write a little bit more as well which i think is a testament to it and um yeah it's just writing that like probably whips you up Mm -hmm. like really it's almost not i don't want to say hugely stream of consciousy but it definitely like digresses kind of naturally yeah. um like form form in format it's not like overly self-consciously but so a stream of consciousness e but it's definitely that kind of like telling it really yeah it whips you up it takes you with it and i can't recommend them hard enough and i'm really glad i'm gonna be reading them in the new yeah. year <laughs> i'm really glad i read them this year and i'll keep yeah. i'll keep looking out for them yeah gorge okay you'll definitely have been able to guess that this one would be on there because I've spoken about it a fair bit. This is Sorrow and Bliss by Meg Mason. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. 
I've got over the story. I know, and I, oh, I'm worried about you reading it because you really don't like it. Although Hannah read it recently and she messaged me and we discussed oh, okay. it and she liked it. So I was I like, think, good. I, and I, I feel like if Hannah likes it and I like it, I think you're going to like it. I think, it. yeah, I trust Hannah's judgment on books very much. Yeah. Not Apparently not mine. <laughs> I trust your book. I, was gonna I feel like you and Hannah do have more similar reading tastes. I think Hannah that. and I have more similar reading tastes than you and I. But at the same time, I do trust what you think of books. Mm. Like, if you really liked it, I'm probably almost definitely going to like it. Yeah, even if it's not, like, a fave. Even if it's not a fave. I'll still enjoy reading it, or I'll still get through it really quickly. So, Sora and Bliss is the story of Martha. Um, She has this sort of undisclosed... Actually, that's going to be a bit of a spoiler, so don't worry. I'm not going to tell you about that. Um, Basically, this woman, she's called Martha, and she kind of struggles a bit with life. She's got an old sister who has got three kids I believe anyway she's got like multiple kids and is like a real mum mum like she's very maternal she's been quite maternal with Martha as well and it's sort of a story of how Martha meets her husband who stayed with them as a child and was um I think it's her brothers or her nephew I don't know it's like her aunt's kids or her cousin's um school friend or something like that anyway and it's the story of that and sort of her coming to terms with her sort of I guess mental health issues and whether or not she can call them that because she sort of has been kind of led to believe she should kind of just get on with things and it's just written really well and I don't know if it was just that I read it I mean I read it in spring and I really do think it's a springtime book and it was yeah. just been really well that's why well. I'm waiting yeah wait for spring for sure I know you've when we first, when we discussed it I was like close to reading and I even bought like I bought it you know yeah but then I think it was like getting into the heat of the summer. I was looking for a summer book, and you're like, no, it's a spring book. Yeah, it's not a summer book. Um, but yeah, loved it, and I really want to read. I think it's called You Be Mother by Meg Mason. She's got a bit of a theme and stuff that she writes about, she and it's mother, motherhood. Motherhood. I'm I'm sorry. I think if there's one thing we've learned this year is that everyone wants to re- fucking write a book about mothers. Yeah, they do want to write books about mothers wanting to be a mother, not wanting to be a mother, relationship, not being with able your to be a mother, relationship with mother, everything. Mother, mother, mother. I'd like to read some book about books about dads. So I true. know people have got issues. Yeah. And I want to hear the yeah. issues. I want to hear those yeah. issues. <laughs> Give me those. Or, you know, I just don't want to read a book about parents. Yeah, that's true. Like, I do want to read a book about dads. I really yeah, haven't t- read any. Isaac and the Egg. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I feel like, like, that's more of like I want, I want someone who's got like, ba- a bad dad. <laughs> Like, yeah, or okay. a good dad, or a really but good then, dad. But then I, I always pre-study. feel like, the wa- yeah, pre-study. I feel like a the worry dad. of the worry of a dad book is that it tends to lean to I was abused by my dad. Yeah, and I don't want. That. And I don't want that. I no. want relationship. With I guess dad. push is kind of that, but that's mother and father abuse. So oh, horrible. Yeah, it's really intense. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, not much else to say about Sorrow and Bliss. Just love it if it was on the top of the year then yeah maybe i should bump it on my list my no your list can, can, yeah books. your list for spring read it okay. in march yeah i read it in march okay it's a march book. i will i will good right all right me me Go again on, babes. um bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. permafrost Barry oh my Balthazar. god that was so that is on my runners up yeah yeah well I've literally, after the next book I talk about, I will have spoken about eight books. 
and I Fair. haven't specified which were the best and which were the runners up. Fair. So I'm, all of mine have been all of mine are really best good. so far. Um, um, but I did love. I'm Palmer saving Cross. my best of the year for the last one. I'm going to talk I about, really. So. I'm going to yeah. go back and say which the rest. One was there's my no. Best. Well, yeah, I could, I could do that, but I've just revealed myself. Yeah, so ha ha. Um, Aha! Aha! Permafrost by Ava Balthazar. Um, good book. Really good. She's like surprising. Not like, surprising, comes out nowhere guess, good. Like, really. And also, there's that bit in it that really just. God. It, yeah. <laughs> there's a bit in there where it's just like, you um, kind of. I feel like sometimes that can be thrown in very heavy handedly. And for a book this short, because it, again, it's a real shorty. It is a shorty. It could be. It could be feel so unnatural or unexpected or any of that but it happens and then you kind of look back and you're like oh my god that was coming all along yeah and, and then you're really you like, just didn't clock it until that moment Do you know i'm so glad that you read it and i think i almost immediately read it after you i think i made you i think i, think I came you over and, read and you were like you. yeah and you were like i read Go. it like just after reading motherhood as well and yeah. i think i yeah really just handed it to you and was like you need to read this one and i literally did which i don't always do no neither do i that's an example of one because I've almost had that a year. Swing time. Yeah. I've also almost had that a year. Yeah, breast and eggs is my yeah. swing time. We'll get there. We will, we will. We'll get there. Maybe that should be a, an episode. It's like we finally read the books we finally that read we the books. lent each Did other. Did they change our lives? Probably yeah, not. probably not. Because also that was very early on. I read swing time this year game. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Um, yeah, Permafrost mm-hmm. is about... I think it's a piece of Catalan fiction, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously a very, very small language. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about this woman who is a lesbian and she is, I can't remember, like she's left uni or she's leaving uni yeah. at the beginning. And it covers quite a long expanse of time for being quite a short book I feel I'm mm. I'm now worrying that I'm getting it all wrong no no but she's just kind of this woman is just kind of trying to find a way to live life without actually having to make much of an effort in life yeah um so she'll go and she has no pairs for a family in Scotland she ends up like becoming a very like passive landlord mm-hmm. um she does but she's actually like house sitting for like her aunt and then get wherever um but yeah so the book ostensibly is about trying to exist without having to exist mm-hmm. that much um and actually hence the name permafrost i guess yeah that, i would to me is like you know, something that's there permanently, permanently. there yeah stuck because she is stuck yeah but like she also kind of wants to be yeah. stuck um and then there's also a lot of like ulterior stuff that sort of slips in, yeah. such as the thing that happens. Yeah, which, <laughs> which I, I think, love. I love. I, it was that amazing. Just really knocks yeah. the wind out of you, and you're like, yeah, it because it did. It knocks them down. I was sat at a cafe, and with the dog that I was dog sitting, <laughs> and I just it was just like, what? I was in Clissold Park, and I was like, yeah, like that was that's also the reason where I was like, I have to get someone else to read this right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's amazing. One of my Very best. Good. Very good, very good. And I've asked for Boulder for Christmas. Yes, you said. Um, because I don't want to buy it because it's like twelve ninety nine and it's really skinny. Um, so I'm hoping I get it for Christmas. I don't know if I will. I hope you will too because you know you're right. <laughs> if I don't get it for Christmas, I'll buy it because it's like yeah. I tried, you know. Yeah, you know it's really <laughs> good. 
Okay. My next one is, I was really unsure about whether I wanted to include this, but I was like, actually, I will. Because I wouldn't say that I thought it was the most, the best written book ever, or even the best plot ever. I just really enjoyed it. Like, I might, like, uh, yeah. Like, emotionally, I guess. And it is Beautiful World, Where Are You? by Sally Reedy. Really? Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't even thought about that, but... Go on, I can believe it. My favourite of the Sally Rooney's. Yeah, it's my favourite of the Sally Rooney's. And I did really like... Um, I, I mean, I thought Conversations with Friends, I just found everyone really annoying. Normal people I liked, even if it was just quite frustrating. But Beautiful World, Where Are You? And I didn't like it at all. Because yeah. I was like 50 pages. I was literally like, oh, God, I'm, I'm starting this one. So obviously going to yeah. finish it. And then, love I it. forgot I lent it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get back to you. You were like looking at me like, "What is this?" And you were like, "Oh, I was oh, like, yes, oh my it's god, mine. that's my book." Yeah, I know. And I've been looking for where it is when I put it on I my list, have, but I can't I see it. I might have moved it into the living room. Yeah. But anyway, I thought it was really, really good. I think I must have moved it into the living you room. You must have because it used to be literally up, up on top it of the did. blue. Well, I went through a period where I took out all the excess books and obviously they just built up again. Mm. But you know what? I quite like to read that again because you should. Really... You know, thinking. I'm thinking. Runner up. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really good and I really yeah, I think it's just it's one of those ones that I just read and it may it's a book I just love reading and I don't know if I could necessarily even say why, but it made me Just vibes. It just yeah. No thoughts, just just vibes. Yeah, no thoughts, just vibes. But saying just me reading it thinking I love reading. Saying no thoughts, just vibes. Actual She wanna give us some very intelligent thoughts. Yeah emails towards each other. Yes, and I loved that. Loved that. Um for sure, a little sure. summary for this. Yeah. Do you want to... Oh, yeah. Okay, so basically, it's, I guess it's like four people, but it's really two friends. It's two, two friends. Eileen and Alice. Yeah, Eileen and Alice. And Alice is a I Sally Rooney-esque yeah, writer author, yeah. who's clearly just had some kind of unspecified mental break. Yeah. Um, and but also new... is sort of... Has been successful enough that she's pretty okay to be able to just yeah, not work and be fine. Writing, yeah. And be... Um, and she's moved to a new place in, like, I'm going to say rural island. I don't yeah, know how it's, rural it's it is, but I think it's fairly rural. Yeah. Um, she's moved to a new place to sort of ostensibly work on just getting better and yeah. writing a new book. And then Eileen... Sorry to just take this over for me. No, that's okay. Um, Eileen works in a very low-paid job in a literary magazine. Yeah. We love to hear it, babe. Yeah, really um, enjoyed reading that, being like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, where everyone's where she like lives in a shared flat with like a couple, and everyone's like, "Oh, when are you gonna get a, a proper job, mm. like a better paying job?" We she also is it. very close with somebody who's friends with her and Alice called Simon. I wanna find Simon. Yeah, Simon. And she's like family friends with Simon. Yeah, from youth. And you're kind of there's a little. It's a little fricassee of romance. Yeah, there's something, but also, you know, it's just not happening. And he's quite a sort of straight-laced, but very Christian. sweet Christian Which boy. I really, actually really enjoyed. It's someone who yeah. really is interested in, like, young people who have faith. Yeah. Um, as someone who is raised religious and doesn't have any. Yeah. Um, I really liked I that. I have no faith, but I had never had any faith. Yeah. I but I also don't really know anyone who's any also... Faith. I do also don't really know yeah, really. anyone who's religious. Actually, my flatmate Anna, she's... Um, yeah? I don't know if she was... Yeah, I don't think she'd mind me saying, because she's said it to yeah. people. She's uh, religious. Well, I... I thought it was quite interesting to have, like, those discussions taking place. Especially in Ireland, which is, like, quite a religious country. Yeah. So. Well, also, that's yeah. pretty important. I kind of... I'm almost surprised it hasn't come up sooner 
in a sari rooney book. Yeah. And then Alice in the Rural Place mm, yes. meets a boy. I can't remember his name. I want to say Chris, but I'm not I can't remember. remember his name at all. Um, Chris is wrong for sure. I was going to say Connell, but it's not Connell. <laughs> Famously, that's it's not Nick people. either. Um, um, Felix. Felix. Yeah, mm. I never would have guessed that. I never would have guessed that. Either. Never would have guessed that. Um, anyway, and he works in like a warehouse and a very different kind of life to what Alice is living. Yeah. And they and, sort of start a little something. And they definitely have. Because they met. Like, they, they have like on a friction and like. Yeah, All it's always kind of, kind of yeah. And it's like a chapter from each girl's point of view, and then in between, like it alternates chapters between them. But in between those chapters, there's the emailing towards yeah, each, other, each other where they're discussing like life things. And it's uh, written, yeah. and it's almost like com- sometimes almost completely separate to what's going on. Yeah. And then every now and then, one of them will say almost kind of like, "Look, what we need to talk about this or something like that." Yeah. Which kind of makes you. Th- that's when you know something serious is happening yeah. because then they'll actually discuss it in the emails, which they don't always do. I also think it's a really good example of how to um, just touch on the pandemic in your book. Yeah, in they the very, did. very end, very end they, there's like the sprinkling. There's a sprinkling of like pandemic. Just been so long since we've seen you. Just being like shut up in the house for a while. Yeah, and it's like obviously like, I talking this, about it. They, this one didn't. Yeah. yeah. And I liked Which I is a like nice way lightness. to do it where you are acknowledging it but you're not writing a book about that. It's not about it. No one wants yeah. that. No one wants Oh, to really good that. choice. Thank you. It's I, not what I would have expected. I only got it because I went through my entire goodness. Yeah. Otherwise I would not have remembered. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have okay. I have one more. It's my best book of the year. I've got a lot more. <laughs> I've got like I've, six more. I mean, I can go through. I can okay, talk cool, about yeah, more. You just carry but this is, my, this is my, my five uh-huh. Heavy quotation marks because it was more than five okay. best books of the year. Okay. And then I can just go through and pick. Um, the Copenhagen Trilogy by Tovi Ditlevsen, mm-hmm. um, which is Childhood Youth Dependency. Mm-hmm. And I seen the cover of this, the cover that's on Goodreads that I'm going to show you. I wonder if you've seen it. It's not the cover of the book that I got. Did you see that cover anywhere? No. Okay, well, I'd seen the cover and I thought it was cool as fuck. That is really cool. Um, but it's not the cover I've got. I've got, like, Penguin Modern Classics. And when I was in... I don't know if you knew this. Or went to Copenhagen, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and when I was there, I wanted to get myself a souvenir. Mm-hmm. And I got myself some nail varnish. I got myself this hairband, which is, like, the coolest hairband ever. It's very cool hairband. And it's really cool. And it was really good. I'd never seen a hairband like it before, so I bought it. I think it'd be great for a high pony. Not that that's it's your really vibe, strong. But... It's not my vibe, but there we go. Um, a low pony, maybe. <laughs> It'd be good for a low pony, too. Um, the ponies. And, yeah. And I also got a book, and I specifically wanted to get a Danish writer mm-hmm. um, as a little souvenir. And I ended up realising, when I was researching, like, who should I read, books that I knew of, like, that this book, which I had heard about, she is like one of Denmark's like most preeminent writers mm-hmm. from the twentieth century. Um, and my cover, the book, the oh. the image I have on my cover is like of the. Did you just bite your nail? No, I put it on my tooth. Oh no! Um, and the picture that I have on the cover of my book is the Round Tower. Um, mm-hmm. and I got my book from a bookshop that's like 
like if you were looking into the cover like you would be the bookshop's like opposite the thing that's in the that's cover. really cool it's really cool anyway um it did is did you write where you got it in it um no but i kept the receipt in to... there okay good because you said so you i know to i know i do i haven't done it yet <laughs> um but so many are just like free from work we'll just do it right in there okay if we if there's a penguin on the side we know where i got it yeah um the anyway it's childhood youth dependency because i think they were probably separate volumes at some point and now they're sold together and it is autofiction at autofiction's absolute Mm -hmm. finest Mm -hmm. can't believe i didn't look at it i guess but whatever it doesn't matter now um i can't believe it didn't come up then um because it's sold as fiction but it's her life like yeah it is it's her life it's her life and it's told in first person so like you feel it um and childhood is obviously about her growing up in like a poor um bro of Vesterbro, I think she is is where she's from, which is an area of Copenhagen, which is also mm-hmm. the area that I happened to stay in when I was there. Oh my god. Did you know great. I went to Copenhagen? <laughs> um and like growing up in her like two room flat with her older brother and her parents, um like her dad in and out of work living on the poverty line that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then youth her becoming a teen wanting like meeting boys but also just wanting to be a writer like desperately desperately wanting to be a writer Mm -hmm. that's all she ever wanted um and something she was always working for and everyone was telling her that she wouldn't be a writer because that's not what girls do especially poor girls do um leaving education and then meeting boys marrying boys Mm -hmm. and then dependency is because she Toby Ditlevson had terrible um, addiction issues with drugs and alcohol throughout her life and she was sectioned several times Mm -hmm. Um, and dependency sort of introduces that coming into her life like how it came in she had a very very bad relationship with with a very mentally unwell man um who was effectively drugging her up but she was also completely addicted to it so she wanted it like it was a very yeah very risky little business but um and sort of introducing that into her life and like having to like then go on isn't it um a person who has to live with addiction recovery from addiction yeah um which i've never really read in such a way especially not like the most the a, a woman again like i hate to to generalise like this, but you don't expect, like, a now accomplished and famous writer in the context of the story, who's a woman as well, and also has, like, children and everything, but is also madly addicted to, like, opiates and and things like that. And it's quite, it's really sad, but, like, really funny as well, and, oh, it's, it's brilliant. Like, it's not one I expected to love quite as much as I did, but I just thought it was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And I really, really loved it. It felt very, very contemporary, despite being written, like, like I want to say in like, the 70s or something, maybe the 60s. Um, and it was really amazing. I loved Lovely. it. Mm-hmm. Well, my last of my top five, and then for my runners-up, I might just sort of say them and not do a whole load about yeah. them because those we're going to literally we can just chat double all the time but um ah it's fine 
is A Little Life by Hanya Yanagihara because I read that this year for the first time. Very early Little on life. this year, yeah. Really? Was that this year? Yeah, that was this year. Wow. It was early this year. Wow. But it was this year. Um, and, oh my God, it's such a... We're going to see t- it next year. I know, I know. So it's such a difficult one because A Little Life... The story of A Little Life is it's four friends who met in college. Willem, the actor. JB, the... JB the actor Malcolm no that's not I think it is Malcolm Malcolm yeah Malcolm the architect and Jude the lawyer and basically it's about I mean it's about friendship and it's about love and it's about Jude's horrible life um it's (laughs) mostly about Jude's horrible life it's mostly about Jude's horrible life but it's yeah about friendship too okay I definitely have some runners up by the way just to interrupt okay good um and I won't say any more about the story than that because you know People. it's a hell of a book it's, also, it's, it's a hell of a book it's really hard to um and this is what everyone said to me when they saw that i was gonna read it is they were like i don't i would never recommend this book because it is so harrowing it is so upsetting mm-hmm. and it is it is it's one of my housemates comfort books yeah <laughs> it's like the worst book in existence she's just, like, <laughs> she's just like she's just like you know what? I'm just really in the mood to read a little life. She'll just like pick up and read. Well, and I am gonna read it again. I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna read it again. I don't think I'm gonna read it before we watch it though. Do you think? No. See, I you read. I it feel this like year. I'm gonna yeah because I read it so recently. I, I read why. it a couple of years ago. Yeah. So I think I am gonna do it. And I feel like I'm gonna watch. We're gonna watch the. We're going to go and see the play. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. So it's really good. And yeah, it's one of those ones that I feel like it was because I thought. I love. I like this book a lot. I think it's really good. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Like it. It's. I'm like this year. It's got to be in my top five. Yeah. So that next year I can have something else. In my top five. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I agree. It's like if yeah, I read yeah. Rebecca this year, I'd be like, it almost feels weird. I like that Rebecca is yeah. in my top five because it's Rebecca. Like I know, like it's too big. Yeah, and you're like, it doesn't really count as like a yearly top five. But then yeah. Also... But also, if it's a book that you read this year that you thought was the best. Yeah, it's working. It's great. Anyway, that's it. Nice. Um, okay. Do you want to give me some runners up? I can give you some runners up. I've actually got a lot. Because I... <laughs> what a surprise. Because <laughs> all in all, I had a really good reading year. Well, so did I. We discussed this last... I read a really good reading year. And I also week. have read, currently, 99 books. So... Yeah, I'm on 84. It's quite... It's sucks for you. Yeah, you're actually, to be honest, you're gonna go home tomorrow yeah, for Christmas, and you're gonna just read a book a day, like yeah, I know. because I know you, yeah. and you're gonna be like, I'm gonna get to 100 if it kills me. I know I am gonna get to 100 if it kills me. <laughs> She's gonna be up late. Yeah. Okay. So up late. What else is there to do in the countryside yeah. of Cambridge? Well, I'm gonna read a fuck ton of my parents' yeah, boat on the boat. Yeah. The boat. Okay. Um. All right, we're just gonna do some quick things. Yeah, not we're not gonna talk about the story. Yeah, we're no, just gonna talk I'm literally gonna do vibe. Name the book. Vibe. Okay, name the book. First book I read this year. Yeah, Indelicacy by mm-hmm. Nina Kane. Got yeah. it for Christmas last year. Read it on New Year's Day. From going from Sophia's house to the house that I now live in that I didn't live it live in at the time. Yeah, um, it's great. And I'd never read Nina Kane. I'd just seen stuff talking about it. It was really good. Okay, cool. Mine is... I feel like I should have been all there. No, I'm not Isaac and the Egg by Robbie Palmer. Nice. Really, really enjoyed it. It's not It's not my, in my top five. Do you know who's going to be interested to hear this? So I was like going to say, talk about it a little bit more. Okay. Um, my friend from work, Ellie, who asked me today 
who also listens to this podcast. Hi, Ellie. Hi, um, Ellie. I don't know you, but um, I'm sure we'll meet. Yeah, yeah. And she asked me today, was Isaac and the Egg any good? And I said, it was it was good, but yeah. Mia loved it. Yeah. So, I did love it. Yeah. It just isn't my top five, but I, like I said, I had a really, really good yeah. year. Um, I did love it, and I have really badly now to two people given the plot like told them the plot because they're not going to read it they've told me they're not going to read it so I was like I'm going to tell you the plot because I must tell you and then I finish it and I'm like and this that thing and then yeah. this and then I'm like just look at them like so and they both were so unimpressed <laughs> and I think it's just me yeah clearly when I have a real affinity with a book the worse I am at describing it unless it's like yeah. Christy because I just well love. no I um, agree I because even just like thinking about what we've spoken today like these are our topics of the year which is like it was just amazing i know it was just so good but you should just trust our great just opinion. trust it, it to be our fair, brilliant you taste it. Um, um i love the egg and isaac and the egg yeah i knew i had exactly the kind of reaction to the egg that i thought i would have to the egg you know when i was reading i was like i know that amy's gonna have a very specific kind of reaction to you know and it's a hun- and like did. i really like the egg but yeah re- i just loved it and i thought it was very i thought it was a really sweet book and I wouldn't yeah. say that necessarily in any of it, I was like, oh, what? Like, there was not any... I, mean, I don't know if that was, there was supposed I to be think a dis- they, really big reveal. I think reveal. they were supposed to. Oh. I more felt the really sort of touching moments when it was like... Yeah. That's what really got me. I think me, the best part than, of the book is the relationship between Isaac yeah, and Yeah, same. But I just loved that. Even though at the beginning you're like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, but really I, weird. I vibe. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um... Gonna lump these two together. Okay. Because I literally have just gone back to the beginning of the year and I'm going through it being like, that was a really good book. Yeah, that's fine. Wolf Hall and Bring Up the Bodies by Hilary Mantel. Oh, R.I.P. R- yeah. Rip. That sounds insensitive. Actually, okay. really R.I.P. Because yeah, actually, they were great. She, yeah, she was she great. Is pow- um, was pow- and you might notice the mirror and the light down there. Um, <laughs> I don't. I'm sure it's here. Enormous. Well, it's down the bottom. Maybe you can't see it from the angle you're at. Um, which I haven't oh, read I the third one um, because oh my god it's so heavy and I did only get it in hardback because it had just hadn't been out very long when I was reading it and I got it from Chai Shop yeah and um, I do I like again like if I can't take my book with me everywhere it's going to be slow so I yeah. haven't started it anyway we'll fool bring out the bodies believe the hype they're incredible yeah Absolutely you know I've never amazing. read anything by her well, I hadn't until the beginning of this year. And I'm going to read Ruth Wolf Hall, start with that, because everybody just says I also do so think good. it's a really good wintry book. Sorry if I've got very loud suddenly, I'm lying right next to the microphone. You say as you drop your voice to a whisper. I know, I know. <laughs> we do need to speak louder because someone's running a bath. Um, yeah, believe the hype. They're amazing. If you're in the mood for historical fiction, well, the thing is, I'm never really in the mood for historical fiction. <laughs> but I am always in the mood for the Tudors. And I specifically yeah. wanted to read these because I was really in the mood for that. Yeah, you know you And I went to time. Hampton Court Palace on my birthday this year. Oh, and it was right around the time I was reading these. So, perfect, perfect. Really amazing. Perfect, perfect. All great. Okay, my next one is. Secret History by Donatella. Yes. Now, I preferred The Idiot to The Secret History. I Fair loved it. And I don't know what it was and why I didn't make it into my top five because I loved it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. I still gave it five stars. Yeah. But it didn't. But I don't know if it's because I felt like it was more of a... It was like a meal. It was like a three-course meal <laughs> rather than just a meal. Yeah. <laughs> I still have... It was an addition. It was... A... Banquet. <laughs> yeah. 
in a good way. For some reason, that's why it wasn't in the book. She wrote that book. You know, she did. She yeah. wrote that book. I um. Do you want to read it again? I just haven't. I'll I have to, really want to see an say. adaptation of it. I know, and thing is, they never will. There's a whole thing going on about that. Really? Because she saw the rights ages ago get kind of passed around and passed around, and and originally, um, fucking Joan Didion was going to adapt it. Oh my god! Like that's where it was for a while, for that a would long have been time. Sick. Can you imagine? Um, and and now, but also the Goldfinch movie, which I didn't actually watch because I didn't want to, um, was also kind of panned and like was not Ooh. apparently not very good. And I don't think she would probably want it to. Yeah, um, I think they could do it well. I think somebody could yeah. do it really well, and I really would love to There's, see it. I, I, think might, I think it's perfect. Yeah. To be made into an adaptation. I, a nice little TV show. For sure, a TV show. Well, it's actually I'm gonna I'm gonna send you um a YouTube video. Is it like dream which is, Well, no, it's not actually. It's love those. Should it be? Ah. And it's actually, that's great. Um, my next book. Betty by Tiffany McDaniel. A really rogue one for me. Not one I really know why I picked up. Yeah. But that's what nice though, isn't it? Yeah. When you're surprised. Um, really incredible. Okay, great. So you will. Um, oh, well, Betty's... You don't have to say the... A life. Follows a girl's life. And I cried. I read it while I had COVID. That's all I need to hear. My next is Conversations on Love by Natasha Lunn. Which I read fairly recently. And the yeah. reason it's runner up is just because I spoke about it with a lot of people. And I also feel like I was a bit, not apprehensive, but I was a bit not super willing to enjoy it because so many people mm-hmm. love it. Which is such an awful characteristic of myself. Because that's so dumb. But actually, I just saw why everyone liked it. And yeah. I liked it. And I liked sharing it. And I liked talking to people about it. And I felt like it's such a good conversation starter. Especially if someone's read it, or if you like read an like sort of little snippet or quote to someone from it. Yeah, I just really enjoyed that. That's pretty good. There we go. Nice one. Um, I had two more after this. Just I'm just doing my little my little scroll. I have read some really good books this year, but I'm trying to think of the really good ones. Oh my god, Lavona, a Tessa Mushfag. I haven't read that, but I I can't believe I didn't. It's not a top book of the year, but it's definitely. I remember. Definitely yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like I remember the vibes when you told me. It I was, was not a top great book, time. but really good. I was having an absolutely great time. Atessa went off. Latvona really worth the hype. And also quite different from other stuff she's done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's a bit of? It there's there's definitely sort of like viciousness and willing not like, and willingness to like look at the things that usually like people would kind of flinch away from. Mm-hmm. She's really addressing it. Well, we like She's unhinged. It's perfect. Great. Okay. My next is The Island of Missing Trees by Elif Shafek. Oh. Which I read for Book Bar Book Club. Nice. Same as Star and Bliss, actually. Um, and although I already wanted to read that and then I was just happy it was in the book club. Yeah. And happy that I saw it was in the book club before I bought it. Yeah. Um, I would never have... I've known people who like Elif Shafiq. I've just never read anything by her. Mm-hmm. And I Love Missing Trees was so good. And I read it in a panic on the way back from Yorkshire. Nice. Um, I read it in the car on the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry to my friend Alex, who was driving. And I didn't... Wish I could read in the car. 
Yeah, I it's a special sick. skill. I actually do get travel sick by the end, but I can read enough to be able to read an entire book. I can't even look at my phone. Really? That is actually it's quite awful. I used to always forget really car sick when I was younger. My mum would be like, stop reading. And I'd say, I don't want to. Screw you, mum. I'm reading. And I will throw up. No, I um, once made the car pull over because I was reading, didn't want to stop reading Goblet of Fire. Yeah. And actually made myself sick. Oh, bless you. Long. Oh, my last one's Priest Day. Oh, yeah. So nice. We wouldn't have done that, but yeah. Because um, funny. I think. Because funny. My last. I had some really good ones. Um, I think, you know what, my last one might be... Um, oh, I'm going to say two. Yeah, I was going to say I'll just go one more. One's American Psycho by Brain Oh, Stars. yeah, yeah. I hadn't read it before. It was great. It yeah. was wild, but it was great. Yeah. Um, And so I kind of understood mm-hmm. the vibes there. Lovely. Okay, sure. My last one is... I know she's... She's an idiot. I just looked at it. Uh, Detransition Baby by Tori Peters. Oh, I still need to read it. Because it's really good. Yeah. Really good. I also thought it spoke about the different sort of, like, how far along certain people are with transitioning. Just transgender people in general. Yeah. And cisgender people and relationships specifically between cisgender, transgender, different sexualities, everything, Mm -hmm. in a way that made you... Like, it was sort of like, everybody, this is new to a lot of people, including a lot of people who are transitioning, mm-hmm. everybody, you're going to fuck up a little bit. Yeah. As long as you're trying to understand it, and like, you're not a dick. Yeah. Like, that's okay. And I thought that it also explained it really well. And it was, had really good situations that if you looked at the cover, or the blurb, you might be a bit like, ah, that is a lot, that's really complicated, that's really mm-hmm. hard to get my head around, like, who's with who. But then you read it and you're just like... This is Great. so good, so easy to understand. Yeah, it's so. It's like I literally feel like. I mean, it's fiction, but I feel like it is an educational book. Yeah, and I honestly would recommend it to anybody who doesn't. Not who doesn't, because I would fucking hope everyone's okay with it, and if people are not okay with it, then yeah, like, I don't. I want to interact more, with you. Yeah, but for anyone who's trying to understand and just feels like they just aren't that educated on yeah. transgender issues. Also, I'm. Assume, I mean, I haven't read. Sean Faye's book, The Transgender Issue. I did read that. That, issue. Is, that was good. I was going to say that's a plan for New Year read. But um, I thought it was a really good way of understanding it, but in a fictionalised way, because mm-hmm. not everybody likes non-fiction. I would also say, um, on a similar vein, it's, I, it's not one of my runners-up, but in a similar way for understanding just, like, lived experience, Nevada by Imogen Benny is a really good yeah. one for that. I read that earlier this year. Yeah. Because I think that is a really good way of understanding. Like, I've always... that's what I've always thought and said is that reading gives you a lot of empathy mm-hmm. because sometimes there is literally just no way that you're going to be able to understand someone's situation unless yeah. you're basically doing what you do with the book where you're reading their you know experience of it yeah um my last one uh-huh. is Maps of Our Spectacular Bodies by Maddie Mortimer oh yes yes which I waxed poetic enough about when I actually read it I wept it was great um really sad really good really experimental with this text placement and I love that okay that's okay brilliant well 
That's an ass. Well done, us. We've had an absolute cracking year of reading. Really and I it. really do think that we've both spurred each other on yeah. with it. Definitely. Because I want to be like, I've read this and I've read that and I've also read your recommendation. Yeah, exactly. I really want to read this one because everyone's talking about it. Exactly. And I've got so many books to read. So do I. In the new year. So do I. I might Christ. do. I, I did think about I this. Think what, book I might do a no book buy in January. I'm doing a no. Yeah. I'm going to have to, you know, I think I'm going to try and do a book ban. I'm going to count up all the books I have to read. Yeah. And then if I'm not going to buy another book until I've got through at least half of them. Um. Okay, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to make you guess how many books there are in this room. I don't know how many I've not read oh and God. how many I've read, okay. but I want you to guess because I counted them up the other day. Okay. I'm, oh, fucking hell, you've got, literally got 75 books down there. No, not 75. How many books are there? Is that is that twenty five? That one's on there. That's fifty. Fifty. Okay. Actually, it might not be fifty. Yeah, it's fifty. I was gonna say it's fifty. I'm pretty sure it's fifty. Okay, that's my mini Penguin Modern Classics. Oh god. Okay, I'm gonna say you've got five hundred and fifty in this room. Yeah. No. Well, okay, you've overshot, but. Okay. <laughs> Let me get that again. <laughs> I'm gonna say you've got a hundred eighty five. More than that. 230. 226. 226. Oh, honey. That doesn't include the entire bookshelf in the living room. Fucking hell. Um, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to do the same and I'm going to put it in like the. No, I'm going to put it in the show notes. I'll put it on the Instagram picture for this because everything in my room was not there in 2021. Um, So. (laughs) I love them. Maybe yeah. five or six of them also should be here. I, I'll tell um, you. Um, yeah. I came, and when I moved into this room, yeah, I had the books that fitted onto my bookshelf. Nothing stacked on top. Nothing stacked in front of it. Nothing anywhere else. You had those fifty. Well, I had those fifty, but that's in a box set. Yeah, that's the only other thing. Oh dear! All these stacked books are new. Well, not very good behaviour, but also great behaviour. We're trying to get into publishing. We are literally also, actually, you know what? Seeing as this is the last episode of the year, and we are also a publishing thing. Well done to both of us getting jobs in publishing because let me tell you, it's been a slog. It was horrible. We both have done it and smashed it. We also, you know what? We both completed our masters in publishing. We have. Yeah. High five. We've really ticked off some things, literary wise. Wise. What wise? No, else we did. Got fucking library cards. High five. Hello. Do you know what else we did? A lot of wings, including today. Actually, yeah. Do you know we've probably definitely eaten over a hundred wings before. Yeah, that makes me feel a bit sick. Actually, over the context of the year. Yeah, I know. We started going out for wings at the beginning of the year. That is true. Actually, even before the beginning of the year. Wow. We also we started talking about yeah. this, I want to say, in February. Yeah, we did. Maybe That's even so January. Like, we weren't even like, that close friends in this no. time last year. Well, well this time last year, we not we, we t- spoke. We got along. Yeah. You were the person I was looking forward to seeing. Well, one of the people I was looking forward to seeing. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. That's very true. Crazy. What a year. What yeah. a year. Wow. And hopefully this time next year we'll have... I know something out of this, like yeah. some proofs. Although we don't even well, fucking need them. We're going to need them for work. We, oh, I guess so many fucking proofs from yeah. work. Um, we got our wish of getting proofs. It's just we just not didn't in get the way, it in the way we thought we would get it. Yeah. Um, 
Although, just for us, I do want to reach out to people next year and be like, we have a book podcast. Yeah. I also want to get people on here. Yeah. Sophia, get, Sophia, when you get back, I don't know if we, we want to interview you. Yeah, Hannah. Hannah, we want to interview you. Yeah. Um, I want to interview somebody who doesn't want to, like, my friends who doesn't read very much. Yeah. And just see what their yeah. opinion is and, well, like, my, um, what they would take, like, if someone was recommending them books would they listen to them or like would it only be if they'd heard my of them? cousin asked if she could watch this record once oh bless her how old are you <laughs> no my cousin Elle she's 26 oh <laughs> oh my god sorry that's I don't, that sounds really really yeah. patronizing of me I didn't mean that at all. Um, oh, also, of course she can watch a yeah. record if she has to say hello though I, I've invited my friend Lucia lovely to come on she's an illustrator good yeah she should come on we could talk about our best favourite covers then with her. Yeah, that's so true. Let's do She's that. done book covers. Well, there we go. I'll mm. pick her brain so I know nothing about book covers. Yeah, I you well, maybe we should invite her on. Yeah. We want to invite people. Yeah. We want to talk more about books. We want to chat more books. Yeah. You might have thought we couldn't chat anymore about books, but I can tell you we've got a few more years of chatting yeah, about books. Yeah, I think we've got a few more years. I'm just out here talking to my good pal, Mia. Yeah, and I'm out here talking to my good pal, Amy. Sweet. Sweet. Oh, um, what are you reading next? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, right. What I'm reading next is probably going to be cold enough for snow, to be nice. honest. Nice, um, as it should be. Yeah, but I'm going to take a stack home with me. That's going to be a real fun Fast stack. Um, journey of taking loads and loads of books. That's yeah. That's my Kindle do. I'm also going to read essays in love. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I read that philosophy. Nice one. Stuff. And I probably should read Notes on Heartbreak because I said I was going to read that between Christmas and New Year. Yeah. And I feel like it would be a good one. But maybe it'll be at the beginning of the year. It might be a better January thing, actually. Yeah. And then I've got maybe 15 books from the agency that I need to read. So nice. maybe I should bump those up. Um, I want to read Kitchen by Benai Yashimoto. I said uh-huh. that last time as well. I know I've got to read... Oh, shit, yeah. I also need to read These, these Precious, Precious Days, Days by Anne Pratchett. For our book club. For book club. Um, I want to read The Wall by Marlon Haushofer. Uh-huh. I really, really want to read that. That's probably going to be next on my list if I actually think critically about yeah. any of this. Um, I also read... Like, all the books that I bring up every single time. Great Expectations, Secret History. I know. I want to read A Christmas Carol, but will I? Um, do you know what you should do? Listen to a free audiobook of it because it's out of copyright. Oh, I will then. Um, I read Listen to the Audiobook of it cool. just this week. How do I do um, that? Can I do that on your audiobook thing that I use that I haven't used since summer? Um, still. Actually, I don't know, but Spotify, uh, Apple Books or Spotify might have it. I'm using my brother's Audible account and it's like a free book on that, so. Let me look up here. Yeah, Let's maybe. Look. I wouldn't be surprised um, because it's. Yeah, because the ones that are out of copyright, anyone can do. Like, you can listen to Jane Austen's on Spotify. Really? Yeah. I also want to read I Am, I Am, I Am by Maggie yeah, O'Carroll, I which I got shot the other day, which I'm really looking forward to. I am, I am, oh, I was going to see, you know, yeah. all the classics. All so many. All the classics, my guys. I'll be taking a chunk home as well, um, and hoping I'll get some more for Christmas, because I'll whip through them in the boat. Yeah, you will. Ah, oh, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And, and happy, happy new, new year. year. And we'll speak to you in the future. Speak to you in January. Oh my god. I think yeah. you said June for a sec. I was like, well, yeah, that we're would be not coming back ever again. Wait a long um, No, no. A long break. Sweet.
Speak and Jan. Speak and Jan. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Happy Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy January more. January more, but happy holidays. Happy Happy solstice, Yuletide. Happy work if you don't have holidays. Yeah. Sorry if you don't, that's really sad. Yeah. Um, going to stuff my face with these i think you should stuff your face with these last weeks no amy don't i don't want them i don't want them well put them in the bin then no i'm not i literally feel like i'm all i'd be saying about so many times (laughs) you really did dive in but it was beautiful to watch yeah um okay Sweet. Sorry, you might want to go up some of that. This is gonna be a while (laughs) while i have to listen to you so sorry no it's fine it's me too okay well love you guys thanks for listening Love you and also, please, me. everybody who listens, like, please let us know. We would love to know. What was your no book of the idea. year? Yeah, what was your book of the year? And should we read it in I 2023? Want, I want everyone who's made it this far to go on the Instagram and comment. Yeah. The book of the year. Please. No one's going to judge you. It's cool. Actually, we're going to be very excited and we'll probably reply. Yeah. Because we're very excited. We want someone to message us. Yeah. God, I can't believe I just watched Amir take another Snapchat. And it's just Snapchat. She's a child. I'm a child. She's a child. I'm a child. Okay. Okay. That's Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.